for me, hope has always been an interesting question. I have struggled with the word hope, with the idea of finding hope, the idea that there is hope, especially since having uh, been diagnosed with complex PTSD, I have struggled to see where hope can be and how I can have it. I've described it as being like at Christmas time, a little kid standing outside of a toy store and all the other kids are inside the toy store playing with the toys, buying the toys and taking them home. Whereas I'm the poor kid out the front with no money that can only look and see other people enjoy those toys, that hope. Today on STP, we're going to talk about why that is uh, and how I have begun to find hope. Talking about that and a lot more on STP today. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. G'day, g'day, and welcome to Shattered, the podcast. I'm Mark. Uh, we got a show for you today which has been many, many years in the development. I have struggled with the concept of hope. As I said in the intro, I've always seen it as being something that somebody else, everybody else can have, but I can't. I'm so buried in my mental health uh, symptoms my mental illness uh, struggles that I can't see that there's any way that I can ever hope that there's anything beyond the struggle. Make sense? You're in the struggle, you're drowning. <laughs> it's a good description. You're drowning at, at some point in the middle of you drowning. And, and I've been there myself. You just go, you know what? there is no way that I'm getting out of this. And there's a kind of acceptance. You're not happy about it. You're not pleased about it, but you are resigned to the fact that this is going to happen, which is why I know that after you have been through this experience of potentially drowning, I was once uh, swimming at a beach in Sydney and I, I did get caught in a rip. I got out of it quite easily, but it had taken me out far beyond the breakers of the beach. Um, and there was a storm coming and the tide was going out and I'm trying to swim back into shore and I can't, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm losing strength. And the lifeguards are packed up for the day, so there's no one to help me. And I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? This is it. I'm going to die out here. And that's sad, but it's happening. Now, I managed to get back, spoiler alert. <laughs> but when I was lying on the beach, exhausted, panting, there was a crazy joy that I experienced the idea that I am back on land, I am not going to drown. Uh, as a, there was something, you know, primal in that, in that cheating death. Now, the thing about that is, 
when you have a mental illness, you're in that point where you feel like you're drowning all the time. Everything is too much. There's no way that you're going to be able to overcome this. You've struggled for so long and so hard. You've done your absolute best and you've gotten nowhere. Now, what I want to do here is I want to expose that lie, a lie that I'd told myself and a lie that I believed for many, many years until, of all things, I had a relapse. It's no secret that before Christmas last year, my medication just stopped working for me for whatever reason. And I was basically reliving the worst of my symptoms. And my wife reminded me that I was sitting in with the doctor and he said, how are you feeling now? And I said, you know what? I can kind of understand hope because I forgot how bad it was. See, when you're sitting on the shore after drowning, it seems ridiculous. It's just water. And you've been in the water many times. How could you possibly have got stuck? That's what happened with me when I started to relapse. I started to think about those times where I was sitting on the beach, where I was safe, where I had, in effect, made it to shore. But in the middle of your mental illness, you forget all that. So having this relapse for me, and I heard another person tell this story where they talk about how they're glad that they had a relapse because it reminded them of how good things actually are for them. Well, that has been what has happened to me. I got to a point where I thought that I was drowning again, that my mental illness was consuming me. And it's almost like I was looking down at myself from the outside and I was like, man, was it really this bad? When you wake up in the morning and you just, you, you can't, you don't want to, you hate the day, you hate yourself. The idea of getting into the shower seems overwhelming. So you just stumble around in whatever you woke up in and you go about your day just trying not to drown. I forgot that. And it brought up this issue of hope for me again. And I can kind of understand where hope is in my situation now. Now, my wife talked about the fact that uh, she mentioned or she asked me the question along the lines of, you know, you struggle every minute of every day and that's your life. And I had to sort of think about it. And it's like, yes, at one time, that was my life. But now, the moments where I'm not struggling, the moments where I feel quote unquote normal, get longer and longer, where I don't have to think about my mental health, where I can go about my day, I can do the things that I need to do, and I'm not hindered by my own self-loathing, my mental health symptoms, my depression, my anxiety, panic attacks. And those moments get longer and longer. And this time when I was drowning again, I just kept thinking about those times that Hang on, you know, I would go hours, sometimes days, without thinking that I am really struggling. Now, it's 
when I say days, it's difficult because every time I have to take pills, I'm very aware of why I'm taking the pills. So it's not like I was ignoring the fact that, yes, I'm still, I still struggle. It's just that those times where I don't have to struggle get longer and they're more uh, impactful on my uh, mental health because to be happy, to be in a place where I'm not mad at myself or anybody else and I'm not depressed and I'm not anxious, is such a joy. It's like that moment that I swam up onto the beach. I lay there just panting, but wanting to laugh, wanting to cry, wanting to just be so grateful that I was still alive, that I hadn't drowned, that I'd overcome something, something terrible, something that was going to kill me. And that I see for me is where I'm starting to see that hope that I'm able to try and recognize those times. Like in the last couple of weeks, I was uh, last week I went out to a couple of schools and I did some stuff and I spoke in some places and did some things. And for most of those, I didn't have to worry about my mental health. I didn't have to sit in the car and, okay, I'm going to have to G myself up. I was able to just get there and go, all right, this is what I'm doing. Let's go. Let's do it. Hope is this thing that (laughs) is funny because in my head I see uh, when I talk about hope, I think about those Instagram people that I've got PTSD and I'm on a beach jumping. Hooray, this is what hope is. That's not hope for me. That's pretense. That's a performance. Hope for me is, you know what? I didn't have to struggle as much today. I I didn't spend most of the day fighting suicidal ideation. I didn't fight most of the day with my mind telling me how terrible I am. And the fact that I can look forward to that happening again that I can say, you know, in the next couple of days, it's not all going to be horrible. I and mean, that's, that's really cool. And, and, and maybe you don't understand what I'm talking about, but I know that there's people struggling out there that will, will listen to this and go, holy crap, I feel exactly the same way. And so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to take note of those good days. At the end of a day, I'm like, how was today? And I don't want to do it all the time because I'm sick of being in my own head. But on the days where I'm able to, where I'm able to just go, you know what? Today was a good day. This moment was a good moment. This time that I had at this place, it was a good time. It seems like a weird thing to be hopeful about. But (laughs) when I was out in the ocean, um, far, far from the shore, I would have taken any flotation device that you had thrown at me. Uh, I hate uh, bodyboards. As an old surfer, you just grow up hating boogie boards. (laughs) You have to because there's no skill involved in a boogie board. But I would have taken a boogie board. I would have taken a dinghy. I would have taken a boat. I would have taken uh, a log 
I'd have taken anything. And I think when it comes to hope, whatever we can grab onto that makes the day a bit easier, that makes the idea of tomorrow a little less painful, you know what? I'll take it. And if that means that I have to start embracing the word hope, trying to get over my distaste for that actual word, then that's what I'm going to do. Hey, thanks for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. If you're keen to help us out, uh, you can support us on Patreon. You can buy my book. Um, All the details are in the description of this uh, podcast. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast.